Welcome everyone. This is Mardiac Market Update. I'm Mark Mardiac. I'm a senior wealth strategist with Premier Wealth Advisors and a registered representative with First Allied Securities Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Thank you for joining me in my weekly podcast. This show will explore topics ranging from the market updates to the global economies and personal finance. Money is knowledge, and I understand life happens, and this program will help you navigate your relationship with money with timely guidance and my unique perspective. It's been another chaotic week for the market. Thursday, stock plunged, stocks plunged once again. The Dow ended down 1,032 points, or 4.1%. I've seen uglier. Back in 2008, there were multiple sessions that had 7% losses. The big difference between now and 2008 is that the economy is healthy right now. The fundamentals, specifically unemployment, GDP growth, or gross domestic product growth, corporate earnings do look strong. The sudden concern on Wall Street is that the economy may be overheating. overheating. The S&P 500 has now fallen 10% from its record high hit last month. And that signals correction territory. And if you want to point fingers at reasons why, there are plenty of targets. According to Reporter Justin Lahart at the Wall Street Journal worries over how much the Federal Reserve will have to raise interest rates certainly help get the market tumble launched. The wipeout in products that bet against volatility played a role as well as we've come to find out this week. So having said that, inflation still worries investors. Institutional and individuals and families alike. Inflation is no fun for the stock market because it forces the Federal Reserve to aggressively raise interest rates. Let's be reminded of the good news. The stock market is not the U.S. economy. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics from the Department of Labor in Washington, D.C. and the Wall Street Journal, the U.S. unemployment rate is at a 17-year low of 4.1%. That hasn't changed overnight just because the Dow has plunged. But there's no doubt that if the market continued having scary days, it would have an impact on the real economy. Investors, listen carefully. Now, like always, but especially now, is the time where you should be talking with your advisors. And if you don't have a financial advisor, Don't simply rely on your accountant to find out what your strategy should be with investing in the market. And don't rely on yourself. It's tough to be objective when the volatility is all around us and you're bracing for it each and every day. Hire a financial advisor. Talk to me. Let's have a conversation. There's no doubt I've been informing my clients, friends, and family that we have to brace for volatility. Thursday's losses pushed all three major indices, NASDAQ, Dow Jones, and the S&P 500, back into the red for the year. From their January 26th 
all-time highs. As I said, the indexes are down 10%. Yesterday, the Dow Jones Industrial Averages closed at 23,860, according to the Wall Street Journal. To some investors, the return of volatility struck them as being long overdue. Rather than a threat to the stock rally, especially as an unusually long streak of calmness with trading and low vol to no volatility lifted stocks around the world to multi-year highs in 2017. Analysts expect corporate earnings to continue growing and economic growth around the world to accelerate. Something that they say should help the stock market continue to keep climbing over the long term. What about fixed income? Some investors remain concerned that rising inflation could pose a threat to a global stock rally. Well, we've just witnessed a rapid rise in bond yields. And bond yields could force central banks, as I alluded to earlier, to tighten monetary policy faster than expected. Right now, there should be three to four rate increases in the Fed fund rate, Fed funds rate from the central bank in 2018. The 10-year Treasury note yield is at 2.83% as of Friday, February 9th, according to the Wall Street Journal. I'll remind you that as bond yields rise, prices fall. The recent jump in bond yields has also reignited some investors' fears that stocks could start to look less attractive relative to risk-free treasuries. President Trump has learned a valuable lesson. Stocks do go down. President Trump has gone out of his way to claim credit for the booming stock market ever since he was elected. But unlike his predecessors before him, POTUS 45 is often commenting on the day-to-day moves, not just the broad gains. On broadcast television, at rallies, and on Twitter. The booming stock market in January could have resulted because of a number of reasons. Coming into the new year, investors were no doubt fired up. Institutional, corporate, retail, private clients, and Main Street fired up about the plan to cut regulations on businesses giving them massive tax cuts and letting them repatriate foreign profits. After all, a 35% corporate tax rate being lowered to 21% can do a, a lot of good for a corporate balance sheet. And that's according to most financial and business journalists, as well as analysts. Also, corporate America has been minting money even before the tax cuts. And those earnings power stock prices. The real question becomes, will these tax cuts lead to more growth in the U.S. economy? The U.S. economy was already stimulated. Unemployment has been at a 17-year low, according to the Department of Labor, Bureau of Labor Statistics in Washington, D.C. And companies' earnings and revenues have been rising. Will the companies 
reinvest in their businesses with CapEx spending? Will they increase their share buybacks among their investors? Will they increase their dividends? Of course, these are all questions that remain to be answered. And will these tax cuts power America to even more growth and, of course, in, you know, cause the stock market and the major indices to rise in 2018? Moreover, the economic backdrop has been strong. In fact, many would say the global economies are firing on all cylinders. But let's not forget that President Trump inherited a solid economy and a bull market in stocks that has already been alive and running for nearly eight years. To sum it up, consider how the market reacted to the really good job news the first Friday in February. The job news about non-payroll jobs being added, 200,000 in January, best wage growth since 2009, which is something that analysts, economists, and forecasters were hoping for throughout all of 2017, wage growth. And yet stocks tumbled. Last Friday, and 2,000 plus point drops this week. Clearly, investors are worried about those pay raises eating into corporate profits, about the threat of inflation increasing, and potentially the Federal Reserve Bank increasing their Fed funds rate at a faster pace than many, many would have forecast last quarter. It's an example of good news for Main Street being bad news for Wall Street. Well, that's a wrap for Mardiac Market Update. I'm Mark Mardiac, and thank you for joining me today. If you have questions about this topic or you'd like to further discuss it, please don't be afraid to reach out for me. I'm also happy to answer any questions you have about your investment portfolio. I'm here to help you. Remember, you can find all of my podcast episodes on my website at markmardiak.com, at Apple in the iTunes store, and also Google Play. Tune in next Friday for Mardiak Market Update. We'll be diving into the millennial mindset when it comes to finance. Have a great weekend.